Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Dead Puck Podcast, the last one of 2022. Um, we're literally a couple of days away from the new year, um, so we thought this week it would be kind of fun to give each team a little bit of a New Year's resolution. Um, we went into each team at the start of the season, um, breaking down their expectations and what, how we thought the standings would kind of play out. We're just about halfway through the season now, and we kind of have, a, have an idea of where things are sitting. So, like I said, we thought it would be kind of fun maybe to go through each team briefly and just give um, a little idea as to what we think they should do or what their goal maybe should be um, for the rest of the season. Um, so we randomly divided up all 32 teams amongst the three of us. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll just start. We'll go through them alphabetically. Um, so, Ben, you have the Anaheim Ducks. So what should the Ducks be looking to do? <laughs> Sell. <laughs> Sell everybody. Thank for Bedard. The only team that you're going to rival is the Chicago Blackhawks, and there's no guarantee that the Blackhawks get the final pick. So I would think, I mean, the defensemen that they do have, like, I think Kulikov, uh, who's the guy that just came from Dallas? Oh, Klingberg. 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 He's gone. Like, they're all gone. Um, and then if you decide not to tank for Bedard, you need better goaltending, not just throwing Lucas Dostal in there. Dostal? Dostal. Or emergency basis because he's... You have no other goalies. Because all your goalies are hurt. I think it's time just to tank. Yeah, I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> the Ducks. You have, you have great forwards. Shitty defense. No goaltending. Feel I feel for Dallas Akins. I, I really do. <laughs> Dude can never coach a good team. <laughs> the tanking coach. All right. So if we, I guess we'll move on. So I have Arizona. Um kind of in a similar position to Anaheim there where they're just kind of sitting at the bottom doing a little bit better I think than they I guess we expected um so they're not exactly <laughs> at the bottom of the basement but I think for me their goal should be to to trade Chikrin I feel like we've been talking about this for like a couple of years like now four years now yeah I, I think they finally they just have to do it um you can get a good package probably of a, of a first round, maybe two first round picks and a prospect. Um, yeah, just do what you can to move him. There's no sense in keeping him around right now, I think. Um, if they can get him and a couple more draft picks, like I was looking through the list of prospects they have right now, and it's pretty, it's pretty impressive. Like Clayton Keller, who's looked good this year, and then Logan Cooley, Dylan Gunther, who's tearing it up for Canada right now, and Connor Geeky. So they've got a lot of exciting forwards. So, yeah, I think there's things to be excited about down the road. But for now, you might as well move Chikrin. I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah, you yeah, should have well, moved Chikrin a long time ago. I think if they're going to be asking for three first-round picks, like what's been reported that they're asking, they're not going to trade. They're not going to get a trade for him unless the team is super, super desperate. I mean, we saw... And we give up two first round picks for Brandon Hagel, and he it clearly is not worth two first round picks. But I mean, you never know, team could be desperate, they could give up two, maybe three if they're super desperate, or if you know, Arizona's like, Oh, we have another team that's willing to give us two first round picks and a second. Are you willing to give us three first round picks? But 
Yeah, I definitely think their biggest need is to get rid of Chikrin, gain a lot of assets back, and then move on without him. Yeah, exactly. Especially while he's healthy. It's a guy who continuously has injury problems, and I think if you wait too long, something could happen, and then his value is, is worthless again. So To zero. Yeah. Um, so if we move to the next one, I got Boston. So I got two in a row here. Boston. <laughs> so what going can into you the say? season, yeah, going into the season, I remember we talked about how Boston either had to, and it depended on how they started the season. Were they gonna kind of start to move on and, and blow things up a bit, or were they gonna just go for it? And obviously, they have no reason not to go for it. Um, so my resolution for them is to make a last dance run. Um. Krejci and Bergeron, you only got maybe a year or two left out of those guys. Um, Pasternak's a UFA at the end of the year. Um, they also sound very far apart on their contract. On the negotiations. Negotiations. Yeah. yeah, so I think like beyond this year, I don't know how many more opportunities you have. So I think for Boston, you might as well just go for it this year and then and then start retooling next year. I agree. Cool. I mean, yeah, they're easily the best team in the NHL right now. I know they're, I think, seven points in front of Carolina. I could be wrong on that, but it's some, it's somewhere on there. They, they're, they have some outstanding goaltending right now from Olmark. Oh my lord, he is. He's only lost one. He's only lost one game in regulation this year, and he's played twenty four games. Like that's unbelievable. And he's putting up a sub two goals against average and a nine three eight save percentage. So you gotta take advantage of that. You gotta go for it right now. Especially like Dylan, you said with the older guys probably only having one or two more years left and then passing and probably leaving after the season. So might as well go for it right now. This is the I guess quote unquote last dance. So Yeah. I think it would be pretty exciting to see them make one more cup run. And go out on top. Rather, I'd rather they didn't go out on top, but yeah, I'd rather them just make it there and have to hear about it later. All right, so if we move next, we got Buffalo. And Nick. Buffalo. Um, yeah, Buffalo. Um, honestly, it took me a little bit to come up with my resolution for them because they have been playing pretty well, but mine would honestly to to be just keep doing what they're doing. Like, I feel like they don't really need to do much more. Like, we're finally seeing how tanking can benefit your team in the future. Like, they have an amazing set of young guys right now, and they have, I think, a decent core to build around. The only thing that I think they really need to find is that um, that franchise goalie and like obviously they've they've had a revolving door at goaltender over the last what like three four five years even like their last i would say um like franchise or even like star goalie would have been what ryan miller back in like the early 2010s so like they have their they have their 
good group of core forwards. Like, Tate Thompson is finally realizing his potential that he had. Like, holy crap, he's having a phenomenal year. He had a five-goal game this year. I think that's unbelievable. Um, you got a good set of defensemen, too, like Darlene. He's finally having a Norse-caliber season. Um, but, yeah, the one thing that they're truly lacking is a goaltender. So, I mean... I think it's pretty, I don't know what the standings are looking like right now, but they might be able to sneak into a wild card. I know the, the East is going to be a tough um, a tough way to get in, especially with the Metro being so close. But, I mean, you know, I, I really just think that they should keep doing what they're doing, and then if they can find, like, a goaltender that's kind of under the radar and they can, like, work him up to be a starter, then that's really the only thing I can think of for them right now. Yeah, I agree. I think that's the only piece they're really missing in a long-term kind of outlook. All the other pieces are there. Yeah. Just keep just keep developing those young guys. Find a goaltender. Maybe maybe in the future you get some older guys for some mentoring, and then they'll be fine for the playoffs. Because like some of the teams in the East are gonna be they're gonna fall off at some point. Like the Pittsburghs, the Washingtons, the Bruins, like those teams are going to fall off eventually, and it's going to be the the Sabers as one of those teams that's going to step up and be the new like top team in the East. The Sabers are eight points out of the wild card spot as of right now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they're not quite there yet, but they've got no reason to be discouraged with their current performance. I think. Right. We on to now. We're on to Calgary now, Ben. Oh boy. Uh did watch that game against the Oilers, the last battle of Alberta for the season, which is stupid and should be more. Um the other day and I thought that game was pretty back and forth. I thought it was Calgary could have easily won it and I thought the Oilers could have easily won it. I guess my New Year's resolution for them would be, just like the Oilers, is to be more consistent, but they need to be consistent throughout the entire game. They just, just like, uh, I want to say the Leafs too, They there's some moments where there's just lack of judgment, and then before you know it, the puck's already in your net, and you're down. They just got to be more, because Markstrom played fantastic. He was standing on his head, and Especially if he stays in his net, I think they'll have a better chance to win games instead of him going to play the puck. Um, just need to be more consistent. And because of, of last year when they were touted as one of the best teams in the NHL and then lost to the Oilers, I just think that this team, and they lost two, they, we talked at the beginning of the season where they were possibly of the best teams because even though they lost two goal scorers, two of the best goal scorers, they rebounded and got Huberto and Audrey and Bieger. He thought they'd be great. And yeah, Kadri and Huberto haven't really fit in, I think, as well as, as everybody expected them to. I mean, Huberto's recently, I think he's got 16 points in 18 games since coming back off injury. Audrey's been kind of slow recently. I just think being more consistent is probably the way to go. Um, mm -hmm. Continuing into the new year. I think we expected them to have a bit of a slower start. 
with all the new core pieces, but yeah, by now it's time to kind of get on the on the path. Um, all right. So after Calgary, we got Carolina. Nick, you drew Carolina. I did draw Carolina. Um, yeah, Carolina. They honestly are doing very well this season. Like, obviously, they're the second best team overall in terms of points. They're at, I think I saw they're at fifty-two points in their conference, and then they're second overall in the in the league. You know, they've had some outstanding goalie by their rookie goaltender and Kachetkov, who I think right now would be the front runner for the for the Calder Trophy. And you can even throw him in there for the Vesna. Maybe I don't think he'd win. I think Olmark would win at this point, but he definitely would get some votes for sure. Um this was another team that I struggled with for a, for a, like a for something like a, a goal. Because like obviously unless they have like a monumental collapse, they're gonna make the playoffs. So like the only the only goal that they can really have is to just have like a deep playoff run. I think that right now they they could do that. Like they're gonna get um Pacioretty back. I think I saw he's gonna be due back like in the next like ten ish games. It just really depends how he feels. But like if they wanna make a move at the deadline, they could be a team that can give up like a late first or even a late second to get some depth either at defense or on the wing because they could definitely like you can never have enough depth like you can always use depth whether it's on the back end or up at forward if you could get um like do, like do what the rangers did last year they got they got a bunch of guys at the deadline they got cop and he ended up doing pretty well for them so if they could get a guy like that for the hurricanes this year then i think it would solidify their forward group and then they can have like an actual deep player from if Kachekov actually keeps playing the way that he has been for the last little bit. And like I think they're gonna get um Anderson back at some point. I don't know when. I think I saw maybe that Frederick Anderson might come back soon, but I mean if he doesn't then they just gotta hope that Kachekov can keep playing the way he's been playing. Yeah. I agree. I don't think there's really anything that they can be too heavily criticized for right now. No, I think I think Svechnikov isn't having necessarily the best season up to this point, so I think he's just getting kind of carried, no. which is good. It's good. It means the team's winning games without you know somebody scoring so many goals or so many points. Yeah, they're missing Aho for a, a little while there too. So. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I think Aho's only played like twenty games, and I think they played thirty-five, so he's gone for like nine games. So, but he's like, like yeah, Svechnikov isn't putting up as many goals as I think we would have thought. Like he's leading the team in goals, like his eighteen. But yeah, I just think we kind of expected a bit more out of him, and like same thing with Aho as well. Like he's put up almost a point per game in his 28 games. He's about 27, 11 goals, 16 assists. But, I mean, he is one of the stars on that team, so I guess you kind of expect him to do a little bit more than just under a point per game. Mm -hmm. But thankfully, they have Martin Nietzsche putting up 
again, almost a point per game. He's got 15 goals, 19 assists, 34 points in 35 games. So they're they're definitely getting help from others. But yeah, I agree with Ben. They need they need their stars to step up and start playing like stars. Hmm. Fair enough. Um, if we move on, I guess the next one is I think it's Chicago. Yeah, yeah too. And Hank. that's who I have. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just continue tanking. <laughs> they look like garbage. They've got nothing to really be excited about right now. Just continue <laughs> um, increasing to increase their lottery position to hopefully get a Bedard. Um, the one thing I have written here is that they should try to trade Kane and Taze by the deadline. Um, luck. Good luck with that. I think. Taze is having a bit of a renaissance. He looked terrible last year. He's looking better this year. Kane, he's only got five goals. He's struggling. Oh, Obviously missing to bring cat. Um, but these are still good players who have Kane that. to Ottawa. Kane to Ottawa. Yeah, I've been saying Kane to the Rangers. I think that's a good fit. I think another... they have the... Oops, sorry. I was gonna say another guy that they should trade is Max Domi. Like Oh man, he I loves know... it there. Oh, says yeah, he loves he it there. He, he literally said, like, I hate Columbus. I loved Chicago. Everybody hates Columbus. I'm pretty sure John no, Gaudreau but he came out and Columbus. said it in the weirdest way possible. Be like, oh, yeah, nobody came to visit me in Columbus, but everybody's coming to visit me in Chicago. Well, yeah, oh, really? who wants to go to Columbus? Like, that's ridiculous. But, like, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. Sorry to Columbus fans. They don't have a giant bean in the middle of their city. Yeah. <laughs> Better but, football yeah, like, team. They they definitely the Blackhawks need to trade those two away for sure. Like Kane and Taves, like they there obviously is going to be salary retention on that, but they got to get those guys out of there. Get them another playoff run. Like even I, I've seen Kane or and or Taves to Colorado, who need yeah. depth forward. Holy crap! The Taves the Taves ones make sense because they need a center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also saw Ryan O'Reilly again, and somebody else i'll think of that but yeah i'm fairly certain ryan o'reilly if he's available a lot of teams are going after him and bo horvat i think is the guy i was thinking of yeah bo yeah i think bo horvat's like the the number one hot commodity at center right now which i mean fair enough he's he's putting up unbelievable goal goal totals which he will never do again this is what happens when you talk about the blackhawks this year you just go (laughs) into different teams because they don't matter there's nothing You guys are I not just, a factor. When they move those two guys, they're going to have $21 million Like at the end of this season. Obviously, they're going to have to retain something. Nobody's taking them at 10 and a half, but no. that's $20 million that they can do whatever. Um, I almost think that they should kind of do what Arizona does and just use it as, um, use it as another like asset um, where you can, you can allow teams to to trade you some some garbage short-term contracts in exchange, along with some draft picks in exchange for that cap space. Because I don't I don't know who they have to sign long-term coming up. Like, yeah, they're about acquiring picks right now. I there's only one guy that has long contract, and they're already shopping him too, and that's Seth Jones. <laughs> what a terrible. Terrible move. Already shopping. It was the worst contract. <laughs> oh, God. I think that's probably one of the worst ever. That's like top 10. There's a lot of bad ones because there was that like 2016 free agency where like everybody was like Kyle Pozo got signed. 
all these shitty players yeah. got Lucic got Lucic got like Jenner. Yeah. God. The only one that I can really see is they need to like they want if they want to keep the Jones brothers together, they need to resign Caleb Jones. Don't no, they don't need to do that. <laughs> That's only like a, a two million dollar deal, maybe. Yeah, maybe. But like, yeah, other than that, they really don't have anyone to sign long term. They have other pieces too. You mentioned Domi that could be traded. Athena Seyu is another one that they could move if they if they wanted to. Yeah. They could even they could even move a guy like Tyler Johnson too. Like you know he's he's thirty two making five million dollars, but like they they would obviously need to retain <laughs> <laughs> Do you just say that out loud? Do you hear that? Do you hear how stupid that sounds? Well get rid of his contract. Jeez. Just... I mean I know like, we You know he's thirty two years old making five million for like the next two years. And shoot me in the head. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. You never know what Chicago's going to do. Oh, somebody would take that, though. They'd be like, oh, yeah, he'll be a good investment. And... Ever? Like, oh, we have somewhere to put $5 million towards. All right, if we move on, Ben, you got Colorado. With the defending Stanley Cup champions? Yes, sir. They will not be defending their Stanley Cup if they don't get healthy anytime freaking soon. Because... They lost yesterday again, and it's just granted. Granted, Hale McCarr scored a highlight real goal again, but he's only got he's got nine goals. He's got I think he's pretty close to point per game uh, this season still. But there's no Evan Rodriguez has like nine goals. Like you're relying on Evan Rodriguez to try to get twenty. No, because you have no, you have no Landis Cog, no McKinnon still. They're just struggling because they have no, and their goaltending is actually worse. Slightly. Is, well, they they rely they heard so much about Georgiev, and he's <laughs> not as good as he kind of thought he was. So, I'm fairly certain Francois can still that spot but i think they should be be all above if they were healthy they'd be beating the division again yeah i just oh, yeah. you know for 2023 i think you just gotta look at a miracle to try and get your players back yeah and trading and trading assets for like Bo, like trading for Bo, Bo Horvat and getting a center in the meantime because landis cog is probably not going to be back till like at least february even longer Mm-hmm. So you gotta either make a move, Joe, or you gotta stay with what you got. Yeah, even if it's like a crap year, like they squeak into the playoffs, or even if they miss the playoffs, I'm not really worried about them. They can't really be. It'd be nice to see a repeat again. That's not the. It's not Tampa. Tampa. Not Tampa long. or Pittsburgh. Yeah. Devils. Uh, all right. So if we jump over, <laughs> we talked about them a little bit. Um, I think they're the second worst team in the league right now. Uh, yes, they are. Blue Jackets. Yeah. Um, to be honest, Columbus. It's real simple for you. Just keep on losing games. I, I think Goudreau you... picked the wrong team. And you think? Should have gone to New York. Should have gone to the freaking time. Devils. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll go to the Devils. 
go anywhere else. Maybe not Chicago, but go anywhere or Philadelphia. Else. Don't go to Philadelphia either. Or San Jose. Ah. Although they don't have enough money anyway, but yeah, Carlson's got fifty points. Well, yeah, well, I I got I got that team later, so you'll you'll hear what I gotta say. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean it's pretty simple for um, Columbus. They just need to keep they just need to keep tanking. I know that they probably didn't expect to be this bad. I know we didn't expect them to be this bad because like they obviously went out and they signed Johnny Gaudreau, and then I think. Was it the last offseason? Not like this past one, but the year before that, they re-signed Line A, I think. Or was it this offseason? Oh, no, it was this one. It was this one. It was, it was this one, okay. Yeah, yeah so they they got their they got their two, I guess, stars, if you want to still call Line A a star. I don't really know. Um, but yeah, I mean, Goudreau, he's not having a horrible year, but he's obviously not putting up as much goals as he did with the Flames. Like, I think he's got, like, 10 goals and 26 assists. So, like, that's still a decent season. But then after that, I think Boone Jenner is, like, their next best point getter, unless I'm thinking of it wrong. But, yeah, Line also hasn't played most of the season. Like, he's only played 20 games, so he's been injured. Like, he's been his typical injury-prone self. Um... But yeah, they just need to keep losing. Just get one of those top five guys and then, like, rethink your strategy after the draft and then the offseason. But yeah, they, their their goal is to just keep getting a better lottery pick and just, I guess, fight Chicago for the best lottery odds. Can't blame Johnny Goudreau for who he plays with. Who he plays with? On the Blue Jackets? No. Like, plays for the guy that went with Line A in, in the pick. Well, he's basically the second guy that nobody cared about. And Emil Benstrom. He's with Roslovic and Benstrom. Comparison yeah. to last year, where he had Lindholm and Kachuk. Well, like, here's the other thing, too. Like, they have... They have some injuries that are, like, really killing the team. Like, they yeah, always, yeah I, they... I know a lot about the injuries, yeah. Oh, like, like, uh, Jesus Christ, why am I just forgetting his name now? Um, their defense uh, is Renfrew. hilarious. Defense yeah, their defense is hilarious. Oh my god. <laughs> their first pairing defenseman is hilarious. It's, it's awful. Isn't it like good Branson? Don't, and... don't take a guess. Just I'm pulling random it names. Right random names. Oh, is good Branson on their top pairing? Yeah, no, he's not on the top. I know he's that. I know that they're missing second. a few guys injury. Um, I don't even know who else defensively is on the roster because okay, I know lot, Bean is hurt Vladislav, and. Gavrikov is one of them, but the other one you'll never get. No, probably not because I don't even it's, know who that guy is. His name's Marcus Bjork. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh man. Their lines are just, oh my god, awful. Besides, like a lot of there's a lot of rookies. Like, there's a lot of rookies. Well, that's that's what they need to do though. They need to develop their rookies. Like they need to develop Kent Johnson. And they need to Cole they need keep developing, like Cole Cylinder, yeah. And like even a guy like Marchenko. Like they just need to keep developing these young guys. Rethink their strategy, obviously, because this year they fucking went out and got Johnny Gaudreau, and then they signed Erica Branson to the, one of the dumbest deals in the offseason. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
they I feel like we say the same thing with them every single year. They need to figure out what the hell they're doing with their goalies. Like yeah, Elvis hasn't been good. Oh, Corbisalo hasn't been good, been good in four years. For four years. When Corbisalo's <laughs> contract's over at the end of the season. So do they Dylan, trade him? Dylan's <laughs> Oilers have been trading trying to trade for him for years. <laughs> He was good like four years ago, but yeah, now he was good four years now ago. He's, now he's shit. But yeah, like, like what, like Corpus a sub eight fifty, something like that. But yeah, Corpus Hell's contract up at, at the end of the season. So do they? Is this the time where they finally trade him, and then they don't let him leave for nothing, or they resign? him? I don't think him? he's don't worth know. anything to trade for. Like he... not really. But yeah, I I just think just keep losing games. Get. Get as high of a draft pick as you can, and then go go forward after you pick your after you after you're done the draft, and then rethink what you're going to do after the draft. So that's really all I can say for them. Cool. All right, Ben, back to you. You got Dallas. Steady as she goes. I think, and you have one of the top goal scorers in the league. Uh, up until last night, he scored in five straight games, Jason Robertson. Um, the only thing I'm kind of worried about what I watched so far in the last few games is Jake Ottinger's kind of slowly getting worse. Mm. He's a and rookie. He, needs, he, he is, but he needs a backup. Like He needs somebody to take over a little bit. You can't just be playing every game and throwing him in there. Um. Also, they need. I think they need another defenseman. They need like an actual defensive defenseman, which they got rid of with Klingberg, even though he was kind of offensive. They didn't need like a. I don't want to say his name, but like a Branson, like somebody who just stands back there and. Yeah, they need like some Luke Shen. Some idiot that's just gonna just take just hit you. Well, yeah, that would Luke be a good fit. I think I think that's what Dallas would need. So I I would trade. I know they traded for Niels Lundqvist, and he's pretty good, but that's just another smallish, you know, European defenseman. Need like a. God, I'm trying to think of like you brought up the name before of Carter Susie. I think Carson, sorry, not Carter, Car- Carson Susie. I think he could fit on anybody's team, and yeah, obviously a Luke Shen. So you're obviously not. Uh, King a player inside your division, so I think anybody like that would be good for a good fit for their team. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they're rolling. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So if we stick with the the D teams, the D, I got the other one. I got Detroit. Um, the resolution I have for them very similar to what Nick had with Buffalo. Stay the course. They got nothing. They're not really in a playoff spot right now. Um, and they kind of sit, I think, seven points out. Um, so unless another team kind of falls off, I don't know that they're going to squeak in. But I don't think they have anything to really be worried about. They're still in the midst of, of their rebuild. Um, I was looking at their cap friendly as well. And they do need to decide soon on what they're going to do with Dylan Larkin and Tyler Bertuzzi. I can't see them moving either of them, um, but hopefully they can get them signed to um, to a, a long-term deal that doesn't handicap them too much. I think that's one thing that they have right now is that they 
other than like Andrew Kopp, they don't really have any deals that are signed real long term. So Steve Eiserman has set himself up with a really, really flexible roster right now that he can can kind of do whatever he wants. Um, and he's going to be able to pay uh, the kids as they come up. So, yeah, that's what I have for Detroit. Um, I do like with Detroit that they are playing a lot of their rookies now and they're actually Soderblom and um, I mean Moritz Sider is this is his sophomore season and same with Lucas Raymond but they don't yeah, rely on them kind of having a bit of a mo- down year but that's a sophomore thing right yeah I'm really excited to see Soderblom turn into oh. like a good NHL player dude that kid looks unreal he's six foot eight he's like Tage Thompson Thompson has some hands though. So does this guy. Did you not see dude, we already talked about that play yeah, we did. earlier in the year when he deked around like two defensemen and put the puck in the net. Jeez. I believe it was against the Leafs, to be honest. It seems like everything's against the Leafs, eh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Go south. Nick, you got Florida. Oh yikers. Disappointing year for Florida. Oh to to say the least, eh? I like I don't think anyone really thought that they were gonna be like this bad. Like we knew that they were gonna be like worse than they were last year. Obviously you you lose like Shira, you lose Giroux, you lose Uyghur, you lose Huberto, but then you get back and lost everybody. They lost everybody, really. <laughs> and then like You traded away everything. Even, even in even in net, like Barashi had like a, I guess, if you want to like say a quote unquote bounce back here last year where he wasn't horrible, but then this year he's gone back to horrible. And then Spencer Knight, he hasn't played horrible, but he hasn't played well enough to make up for Bobrovsky's bad play. Um, like like I said, Chuck, he's having a decent year. Like I know I know he's putting up more than a point per game, so he's been. Like, he's had a bit of a down year compared to last year. Last year, he had an unreal year. Um, but obviously, he's not putting up that many points. And, like, there's a bunch of guys on this team that are battling injuries. Like, Ekblad, obviously, he's injured. Probably he's battling injuries. Barkov hasn't played the whole year. But Barkov's I don't been think... Yeah, he play, so... he plays for, like, five games, and then he's out for two weeks. Then he plays a few more, and then he's sick, and then... Hmm. Yeah, but so like uh, like there's like the obvious things where it's like oh like just tell Bobrovsky to play better, but like you can only tell someone to play better before they just tell you to like shut up. So I kind of went because like with them it was so I went so back and forth with like four or five different things that they could that they could change, or they, that like a goal to set. So I went with kind of like a a dumb one that like a coach will tell you when you know you're going to be like when you're not going to be a good team this year is just have fun well i no i said to play more disciplined hockey <laughs> they they are one of the worst teams in terms of how many penalty minutes they allow a game like right now they allow 12.5 penalty minutes per game which is i think ranked 29th in the nhl so obviously one of the worst but like i don't think they can realistically add anything without completely crippling their future to like make a push especially like in this east in this east wild card it's going to be so tough to make it even in the final two spots with the with the metro division literally being 
like a log jam from two to six, from second place to sixth place. Like holy crap, they're only separated by two points. That's unbelievable. I don't. I didn't think the Metro was going to be this this competitive, but yeah, I don't really think they can add anything that would be like, oh, now they'll turn it around. Like obviously, Anthony Declare has been out for a bit, and then like like we said before, Barkov and um, who else did we say was battling injuries? <laughs> uh, sorry, with Florida. Yeah, Florida. Barkov's battling injuries, and then one of the, one of the other big guys. It, it doesn't really matter, but. Um, um, who's out right now? Duclair's out, and Hornquist is out. Okay, maybe not. Maybe not someone that big, but yeah. Um, kind of their power, their really... first power play. Sorry, their first power play unit. They used two defensemen. You know that? Really? They use Ekblad and Montour. Holy crap. Um, but like, I can't like I can't really see them realistically adding uh like one or two players that makes them like a playoff team at this point. They're not playing like it right now, unless like all of a sudden their goalies start playing like two Vesna goalies. Then I, I just I just think they need to they just need to like just keep doing what they're doing. Like they like the why give up? Like we saw what happened last year when they gave up all their future assets like in picks and young prospects like now they're now they're screwed in terms of like future <laughs> they're pretty screwed they're also 22nd in power play yeah i mean losing hirudo and then Uyghur. i know Uyghur probably wasn't the top pairing or the top guy on that power play it was probably ekblad but still but he probably ekblad. filled in for ekblad last year when he was hurt yeah broke his yeah for sure right? so yeah, I definitely. just think their their team's not very. They had to get rid of everybody because they couldn't afford to keep everybody. No. He decided to sign. Matthew Kachuk, who plays on the second line. Unbelievable. He's on <laughs> the first line. He's on the first line with Brick and Barkov is Colin White. Why is he on the first line? I like, don't know. Like, I know they want, like, depth scoring and depth playmaking, but, depth like, scoring. come on. Load up your top line. Like, at this point, you it hasn't worked. So, how about you just load up your top line and let the boys put the puck in the net, okay? Put the puck more in the net than they put in your net. That's, that's what I would say to them. It's the Oilers way. <laughs> All right, next. I got the Kings. Um, so the resolution that I have for them, win a playoff round. Um, Better goaltending. They, they, yeah, they proved last year that they were a pretty good team. Um, kind of, I don't think people really expected them to even make the playoffs last year, but they did, and they took Edmonton to seven games. Um, like they kind of had one last little push from those veterans, guys like Quick and Doughty. Um, but I think. They've been able to retool on the fly pretty well, bringing in guys like Fiala and um, uh, what's his name? Person? No, Dano. Um, bringing in guys Dunno. like that. So, like, yeah, like I think it's a good team. I think they, but I think they just got to kind of put the take the next step, make the playoffs. They made the playoffs, now they got to win around. Um, the other thing, too, is like 
What's the deal with Quentin Byfield? Um, back up now. He's back this up. He's, playing, he's lined on the. He's a. Ugh, I'm all on the fourth right now. He's on the fourth, fourth line. <laughs> um, like this is a guy who's like a second overall pick. So I feel like something needs to happen with with that. Um, yeah. yeah, that's what I have for the Kings. You know, really, really sloppy presentation there. <laughs> he did have he did have nine goals, six assists, eighteen penalty minutes, sixteen games with the Ontario Reign. And now he's back up. So you never know. This could fire him right back, just kinda of like how Sean uh Shane Wright. Sean Wright. Shane Wright. <laughs> <laughs> Came right back up from the from his conditioning stint and scored against Montreal. Gave them the dead stare. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, you have ben, you got, yeah, Nick, you got any thoughts on LA? Just before we move to Minnesota. Um, I mean, like, I think, I don't think that we're necessarily surprised with how well the Kings are doing, but I think to a certain extent, we didn't think that they would be the second best team in the Pacific. Like, obviously, Pacific Division is just a dumpster fire this year. Bunch of teams not playing well. And, but I mean, in terms of like what they can, yeah. Sorry, I'm all over the place too. I'm just, I'm Dylan. You gave it to me now. But yeah, I agree. They, they just need to win a playoff round. Like they, they took Edmonton to seven games last year, which to be honest, I didn't really think that the Kings would even win more than two games against the others. But I mean, they, they did it. But yeah, I definitely agree. They just need to win a playoff round and who knows if they get hot, if quick can have like a renaissance year, if they make the playoffs, they, they could definitely make a deep playoff run. But like in terms of like something that they can add, they really don't really need anything, but maybe defense. Cause like obviously like Dowdy's Dowdy's up there in age, Edler's up there in age. Like maybe they if they can maybe find a way yeah, to Edler's add, up like, in like the stratosphere and age. Like he's as old as the planet. <laughs> but like like Dowdy's been relatively healthy this year. Like I think he's only missed like one or two games, something like that. Edler's missed a couple, but like they just I think they need to get younger at defense. Like obviously Dowdy's up Talking there about they got a guy named Mikey Anderson. Isn't that like the youngest name? possible because you're still being called mikey at like 22 <laughs> like they have their forward core like pretty good like they, like, they got fiala they got arvidsson they got koptar Deneau, velarde kempe and then yeah like i don't know what the hell's going on with byfield like it's such a weird situation with them like second overall pick doesn't really play much in his first year and then just hasn't really played much since so they definitely figure that out but we yeah. could talk about it when we get there, but apparently the Rangers, like, they scratched um, Fournier. Lafreniere. So I wonder if they just just trade him piece for piece. Byfield for <laughs> oh, my a, God, that'd uh, be insane. <laughs> trade the first overall pick for the second overall pick. Yeah, yeah, they both get a fresh start. They're both highly touted yeah. guys. I don't know if they it's still like one-for-ones. I love one-for-ones. Yeah. All right, Ben. Minnesota. Minnesota. They need a top line center. Their top line center is Sam Steele. 
It's not Yolik Shenek? Oh, he's on the second, it says. What? How is he not the top pair? Sam Steele. Unbelievable. So, again, look for Ryan O'Reilly. Look for a person that can literally take you to the playoffs. Back. Ryan O'Reilly's done it. So, again, Bo Horvat has probably been mentioned in this as well. I mean, definitely do have a lot of good prospects. Like, uh, Matt Boldy's having a really good season. Connor DeWar is also pretty good. And same with this uh, Emmy Walker. I think he scored his second goal ever last night, and he's been pretty good. And then you also have defensive, like, defense that are pretty good too, like Kalen Addison. Um, but they it sounds like Dumba's finally going to get a fresh start somewhere else because it's about freaking time. Um, <laughs> he can go somewhere else. I'm not sure where he would go, but um, I know he's from the Toronto area, so, I mean, who knows? Again, I, I think the Leafs, the Leafs could actually make a run for Dumba because, I mean, finally yesterday, Morgan Riley came back. He didn't play very well, but he came back after, I think it was like 30 games. So 30 games? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think top line center can kind of carry your team. Your goalies, where are their goalies? I know Flurry and uh, is there other goalie? I think it's is it Luka Pekka Lukanen? Well, that's oh. Buffalo. Are you Gust- thinking of? Uh, is it? So is Phil Gust- yeah, Gust- yeah, you're, you're yeah. correct. Um, you need. Flurry's old too. Like you gotta get somebody that can help him out. I mean, he did he did play very well? I think he's been playing very well this year too. Is Philip Gustafson, but and to get the Felino, get Marcus back. Like he's hurt right now. He's on IR with uh, big there. Ryan Reeves, the Bass brothers reunited again. They can finally just start cracking some heads and winning games. Mm-hmm. Top line center. Yeah, I think that's a good goal. Um, um, so I have a couple in a row. I should mention too that we skipped Edmonton, we'll skip Toronto and Vancouver, and we'll do those three at the end. Um, let's start. I got Montreal. <clears throat> For them, I just said to manage expectations. Um, they sit at the bottom of the Atlantic Division. But you could almost argue that like they're overperforming as a team. Like they've actually been decent, at least to start the season. Um but I think they just have to continue to be patient, not make any like silly moves to try and rush the rebuild. Um Yeah. Um Suzuki and Caulfield have looked good. They're obviously still a few pieces away. I think they, they're gonna need a goaltender long term. Obviously price isn't coming back, and I don't think Allen is that guy. Um on the back end, I've really enjoyed watching Arbor Jacki, a Hamilton kid. Um, yeah, he's a freaking so bull. He's a bull in the China shop all the time. He'll take yeah. on anybody. He'll just beat the shit out of anybody. Love it. Yeah. So yeah, I think just manage expectations. There's no reason to to try and rush through things. Um, might as well kind of get another high draft pick while. The division, like we, I think we talked about it with another team, maybe with Detroit, where um, in a couple of years that division is going to turn over, and that'll be a prime time for Montreal to kind of swoop in and 
and uh, steal a playoff spot from Boston or Tampa. Who knows? It could be the next two years. Probably within yeah. the next two years. Especially if yeah. the Leafs don't make the if they don't make it past the first round this year. It's I don't know. Anything could happen. So mm-hmm. and Buffalo's on the rise. Detroit's on the rise. Especially when they signed all those like David Perron up and uh Leak. Yep. Do we think that Montreal could trade some guys? Like I know they talked about trading Monahan. Kowalski for Byfield, straight up. <laughs> <laughs> they got Dad, like, and Drew in as well that they could Daddy. they could easily move. I think. Yeah, and, and they have Dvorak as well. I mean, he's not as good as he was when he first got there. He's he's, he's useless. But, <laughs> but like, like they definitely have guys that they could they could be they could trade and get them. Uh, Josh Anderson. <laughs> I'm take Josh Anderson. I know the contract is a little ridiculous, but like he's he's really per- good. Trust he's me. not he's performed really, really good. <laughs> he's super what they good. him to. Shut up, Nick. <laughs> he's he's, he's just really really good at not being good. <laughs> you just need to change the scenery. That's it. As soon as he gets to another team, he'll be back to his usual self, just his being a shit hockey player. Yeah. <laughs> God. I think he's probably one of the like he reminds me a lot of like God like I, I can't even put his skill set in because sometimes he plays really really good he'll show up for one game a night and be like oh my God that's that's the reason why we pay him five million a season and for the next fourteen games he's just ass and you're just like wow <laughs> this is why we pay him five million dollars is to just be shit the entire like the entire next fifteen games. Five million for like four more years. Yeah, just just buy him That's out, and get stuff. him out of there. But if you have money, you can buy him out if you really needed to. They you actually got... have like oh, no cap space right now. God. I go. What's his name? Who's who's the new uh, Kent Hughes? Kent Hughes. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Jesus. Top line: Caulfield, Suzuki, Doc. And all three of them look good. So they just have to yeah, more. build the depth around them. <laughs> the fact that Jonathan Druin's still playing. He doesn't team. have a goal. He's, I only think he's still alive. I think he's just like, they just keep throwing <laughs> his name out there. Like, oh yeah, he's still like around the team. Have he, anybody seen him actually on the ice? Does he play like two minutes a night? two shifts and says, nah, I'm not feeling it, and then just sits on the bench the whole time? They I saw a thing yes. oh, <laughs> that they started five rookie defensemen the other day. Yeah, there's a guy named Jonathan Kovacevic, Justin Barron, Caden Gooley, that guy, and Harris. Who the fuck oh, is Jordan Harris? That's good, though. Play your young Jonathan guys. Kovacevic. You're the worst team in your division. You might as well play your young guys. You're not playing for a fucking playoff spot. Tank, play your rookies. Trade your older guys that have expiring contracts or that have shit contracts. Keep Suzuki, Kaka, and Doc on the same line. And keep like Let them develop chemistry. Play your rookies. And look at the draft and then retool from there. Or re- rethink your strategy from there. Like... It's not that hard for, for Montreal fans. Yeah. 
Um, all right, next I got Nashville. Um, I'm gonna <laughs> say I'm gonna say the most boring team in the NHL right now. Um, my resolution for them is to get an identity because I don't know what the hell they're. Good are. idea. Um, they're a bland the middle of the pack team. Yeah, they're not gonna make the playoffs, and if they do, it'll be like last year where they squeak in and then get swept. Um, they have some good veterans. They have. Forsberg and they got Yossi and Saros and whatnot, but beyond that, there's nothing exciting. Um, yeah, I think they need a rebuild. Like, they're, <laughs> they're stuck team, in like their team is hilarious. <laughs> they're stuck in this like purgatory where it's like you're not good enough to make the playoffs, but you're also not bad enough to tank. Their, their so, defense, like... I think, is like top 10. To be honest, yeah, they have, they have good it's, players. It's Nashville. I know, but like you look at their forwards and you're like, holy shit. I feel like for here? 10 years we've been saying, oh, Nashville just needs a number one center and then this team is. Need four but they don't get it. They don't get it. They try. They tried with Duchesne and they tried with Johansson and they. Or he's on the third line. You're only paying him, what, like eight million? Shit. You know, you know I found out the other day from a bar down quiz that freaking Duchesne has the most goals in a season for Nashville? When he had like the one year in 2019 or 20 or in 2018 when he had 42. Their best player was David Legwand for like, yeah, 15 like what do you years. expect from <laughs> them? Paul Korea showed up. We're like, oh, yeah, cool. One season of Paul Korea. Yeah. Forsberg was like, I'll try it. Like Peter Forsberg. I'll wear these yellow jerseys. Mustard <laughs> colored jerseys. <yellow. laughs> Their first line is Thomas Novak as, a, as the first line center. And Michael Grandlin and Philip Forsberg. Remember last year when they were just like, oh man, we got to get Forsberg signed. We have to. If we don't get Forsberg signed, no, they're just going to be so bad. They should have traded him, I think. What? Oh. Well, team yeah, is shit. Mark Jankowski is still on the team, and I thought he was done. Cody Glass is their second line center. And I know. He was barely in the NHL like a year ago. With Mark Jankowski. And like oh also, God, and, and you so Tanner Janot has been horrible this year compared to last year. He has three goals in fucking 33 games. He has six points. What the hell is going on with him? <laughs> Eckholm, do you remember when they were trying to trade Eckholm? We're like, nah, we won't trade him either. We'll sign him again to a five year deal. Him. Do you remember when they signed him? Oh, and they were like, oh, yeah, this is our goal scorer that we needed. What, is their, what do you think their identity would be? Well, like they I, had, think, like, I know they don't have one. That's why I'm yeah, asking. Like, I think for a while player. it was their defense. Yeah. Oh, see. Maybe that maybe their thing should be to fire David Poyle and get a fresh, fresh face up there. Holy shit! Yeah, I know he's like he's only been the GM for like forty years. So. You see Saros and Kevin Lankinen. Jesus Christ. And then I googled their top prospects. Yeah, but th- those two goals are their top prospects. Yeah. Their top prospect is another goalie. Where it's like, okay, great, but like, <laughs> who's gonna score the damn goals here? Thomas <laughs> Novak. Fucking hell! Like their like their goalies aren't even doing that bad. Like their records are shit, but their numbers are pretty good. Like Saros is two point eight two nine fourteen save percentage, and then Lankinen is two two point six four goals against nine twenty five save percentage. But their records are eleven and ten and three and four. The top shit. prospect right now is Yaroslav Askarov, Russian goalie drafted oh, yeah, I know who that 11th guy is. in 2020. Yeah, Askarov. But I'm like, why are you picking a goalie when you got the 11th overall pick in 2020? You got UC Soros. 
and he's like what twenty something, like twenty six. He just took over as the starter a couple of years ago from from Rene. Yeah, Sars is twenty seven. See in the prime. Goalie time. Yeah, he's in the prime of his career, and you're not even in the playoffs. Like, yeah, we're not going to take a chance on you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, we had this really good guy named Pekka, and we were just like, we never wanted to get rid of him. And then one day he just tired, and now I guess it's you. Yet. Yeah, Nashville. Ugh. Bland team. Uh, Nick. Blanditors. New Jersey. Hot start. I'm slowing down a little bit. Devils. They started off so <laughs> holy shit. They started off so good. What did they have? A 14 game win streak. 13. 13. 13 game winning streak, and then now they've kind of they've come back down to earth. Like what? Like what most of us thought would happen? Because you look at that team, you're not like holy shit. This is like they are who they thought they were. Team. <laughs> we let him off the hook. If you want to crown him, then crown their ass. Their ass. <laughs> Sorry. That's why we took the damn field. <laughs> well, like in their in their last ten games, they're two seven and one. Oh god, like, that's so fun. <laughs> like they they've definitely come down off of their high horse. Um, but those like, high horses are hard to get away from. Oh my god. Um, but like, for my, my New Year's from them, I would just say like, cause you look at their stats, like their team stats and they're like, they're pretty good. Like the only thing that's really glaring is like their shooting percentage, but who like, who gives a shit about shooting percentage, but like defensively they're doing, they're doing actually like really well. Like they, they're th- they're tied for third in terms of goals allowed, like a 2.5, their penalty kills ninth. The one thing that I think that they really need to work on is their power play. Their power play is twenty fourth in the NHL, and you got you got young studs like Jack Hughes and Heather and Brett, and you got Dougie Hamilton backing up the yeah Dawson Mercer. And then you could even throw Sharon Govich on the power play if you wanted to. Oh, yeah, but like holy shit! Like how are they not scoring goals on the power play? They they're ranked twenty fourth. They're only they're only scoring nineteen percent of the time. Like, obviously, you could have easily, like, gone with the, the easy answer and just be like, oh, you, they need to add, uh, like, a, a defenseman, or they need to add a forward. But, like, that's great, but you need to kind of figure out. Because, like, most teams, when they get to the playoffs, I would say, generally speaking, you need to have, like, a really good power play. Because you need to take advantage when teams make mistakes. That's the biggest thing in the playoffs. You need to take advantage of other teams' mistakes, and the biggest mistake a team can make is putting you on the power play. Um, but, yeah, I'd say they just need to figure out that power play. They can't have that bad of a power play with the players that they have on that power play right now. I think, that's a I, good th- I, think th- I think they're very lucky with their goaltending right now as well. Oh, so they hasn't been as good lately. Yeah, like, I think they're kind of... Two, seven, and one. He peaked a little well, early. <laughs> yeah. Blackwood, he's also like his record's five and three, but he has a sub nine hundred save percentage. Like it's eight point it's eight eight two. Jesus Christ. I, like I know he's the technical he's the backup, but like still you can't have an eight eight two save percentage as a backup to a really good team. I have three words for the devils is just make the playoffs. Yeah. Not gonna don't right. don't you don't have to win a round. 
Just make the playoffs. Just, just, just give the young guys some playoff experience. Jack Hughes has been crying about this for two years now. Two years. I need to make the playoffs. I need to play in the playoffs. And then now you finally do it. Just don't choke it. Don't no, do even that. if they don't win around, or just even if they get games. swept or whatever, yeah, just get some games in. Some playoff points. Give the fans something to look forward to next year. Yeah, start throwing some stuff on the ice at the other team instead. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the funniest night on. That's why it's not NHL fourteen Twitter. games. That's why it wasn't oh. fourteen games in a row, but yeah. <laughs> That night when they when they threw all the shit on the ice, that was the funniest night to be on Twitter for NHL or even Instagram for NHL. Oh, it was so funny. All right, Holy next. Um, so I got the Islanders. Um, They're also pretty them? boring. Yeah, I was going to say, this one could be kind of quick. Like I said, make <laughs> like, right, they, got maybe, they got maybe the best goal in the NHL right now. So you might as well ride that to the playoffs. I do think their team is kind of weird, like constructed. Like they've got a bunch of good players. Because it's a Lou team. Yeah, but nobody, aside from maybe Barzell, that's really like a game breaker. But Barzell, it's like, is this guy worth nine million? I don't know. He only has eight goals this year. He's not a goal scorer though. He's a playmaker. Yeah, but still, you're paying the guy nine million dollars, and he only has eight goals. Like, fuck, he's. Yeah, like... I pay. I pay a guy probably seven for assists. Yeah, well, he's not making seven. He's making nine. No. Yeah, and they've got he's... no cap space to be able to bring in a guy like Kane or Horvat or somebody like that. Just forget that there's another Sebastian Ajo. Yeah. <laughs> Is it defenseman? The defenseman. I'm fairly certain he wears the same number as Sebastian Ajo, doesn't he? Uh, the Islanders oh. one wears 25. Yeah. I think the other Ajo wears 20. Yeah. Their team is just... It's like Team Canada just like puked all over this team at times. <laughs> Go, we got Josh Bailey, we got Casey Sezikis. G.G. Pajot. Zach Pavillier. American, you dummy. Is Parise American? Yes, he is. He's captain of the U.S. team in 2010. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember that. Dude, I don't even Exactly. Because you're like 10. I would have been 11, actually. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, I was actually, 11. I was 10 and 3 quarters, idiot. Here's my thing with Barzell, right? How the hell does Noah Dobson have more goals than Barzell? That's my thing. He's been playing really well. Noah Dobson has 10 goals? How does Barzell not have 10? I get it. Oh, he's not a goal scorer, but still, fuck. You're paying the guy $9 million. Put the fucking puck in the net. Defense, though, is very good. Other than, like... Oh, yeah. Sorry, the right side of their defense is very good. Yeah, right side. <laughs> Their left side is a little debatable. Um, you have a guy on their team named Hudson Fashing, which is a interesting name, at least. And Atu Ratty. Hey, Ratty. And good old Ross Johnson. Matt Martin. <laughs> I'm so glad that the Leafs got rid of him. 
like, like been born a fourth liner, always will be a fourth liner. Give me the Rangers. Yeah, Ben, you got the Rangers. Uh, I said that they can't rely on Shesterkin because he's not playing as well as he did last year. They can't rely on him to be the Vesna caliber goalie that he is. I mean, that's what the Lightning did for the last four years with Vasilevsky. He's not even human, so it's kind of hard to compare them. Like they they played last night, and I watched it, and I was like, they're basically they're both. It was a goaltending duel. It was fantastic. Once you got to the shootout, it was like, well, Vasilevsky's got that because he's freaking massive. <laughs> he's, he's just a brick wall where they put pads in front of it. So, yeah, I think Rangers, like especially scratching Lafreniere, like we were talking about. Um. If you don't want to play him, just get rid of him. Like, do what you guys never did for Kako and got rid of him. <laughs> um, he's now on your what? He's top. He's on your second line. Kako? I think he's on the first line. Exactly. So you're, you're like, oh, well, he's not that good. And then you put him back on the first line. Yeah. I've said it before and I'll say it again. They got to get Patrick Kane. I think he would be the perfect fit on the right side. They've got cap space. Re- reunite yeah, him with Panarin and Jimmy VC, of course. I get him on. Oh. And Panarin, Zabinishad, Kane, and Panarin. Yeah, that's a Makers. that's a solid first line. Thanks. Holy shit! Plays, they, like, they, especially, uh, go ahead. I was just gonna say, like with Kane, if he got a change of scenery, he's playing, and he goes from Chicago to arguably the biggest market in the NHL in New York. <laughs> no. For the, US Rangers, for the Rangers playing at Madison Square Garden, holy shit! Can you imagine what that could do for him? Like it would completely change his whole season. He's playing in Chicago, where they sell fucking tickets for what, like ten dollars? I think it's like fifteen dollars. Just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> they get fucking cost more water. It costs more money for a bottle of water at some other arenas than to buy a ticket for an for an NHL game at Chicago. But yeah, I think. Yeah, I think we should take a trip down to Chicago to see uh, any other team play against Chicago. Oh, yeah. should do that. Does that sound? I think that sounds pretty good. Especially this season. This this is ridiculous. I would be down for that. Yeah. Six dollars. Just watch fucking... Any team. I don't care. Even if it was Arizona, Arizona would still beat them. Arizona would kick the shit out of them. So I, I, that's a that's a good right. plan. I like that. Um, Steve, what are we uh, talking about there? We're talking about the Rangers, right? I'm talking about the Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Reliance just turning. We'll start ripping through some of these. I got Ottawa. <laughs> Same thing <laughs> I said for Montreal. Manage expectations. They had a crazy oh, offseason. I think everybody expected them to be this. We think that they were going to be the best? Playoff game. No, but I think in the public, like online i feel like there was a lot of expectations out of them after acquiring Giroux oh. and the brink and stuff but like, I they don't even care about that ridiculous. they care about ryan reynolds was... owning the team they don't give a shit about anything was... that's having on the ice when... when they got those two guys they were like immediately like, oh fuck we're cup contenders now we got <laughs> and yes we got um... a guy that was really good in 2010 and to who doesn't have a partner <laughs> 
defense is still incredibly shit outside of like maybe like what Thomas Shabbat. That's it. And then everyone. Yeah, he's really good. Shit. He's really good at swinging his stick around too, especially trying to take oh. out his own players. Yeah, <laughs> than, too, oh, actually, yeah, I hope he Jake Sanders. Jake Sanderson's actually been pretty good for them too. I'll give him that. But like, yeah, outside of Shabbat and Sanderson, their defense is pretty shit. And we talked and about then, that at the start of the year that their defense, yeah, like, was their defense crap. is garbage. <laughs> Their defense is horrible. It's like Shabbat and Sanderson. And they signed Zub. Yeah, they re-signed Zub, but he's not anything special. You're not special, Zub. And then their goaltending. Oh man, like I know, like Talbot's actually not been horrible. He's 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 got good numbers outside of his record. Like he's ten and eight, but like you're not gonna have a good record on Ottawa right now. Dude, but like it's... I just don't understand why this team was so hyped up at the at the beginning of the season. Like yes, they required to bring it. They required, they required Giroux, and then they pair him up with like they haven't had anything to cheer Pizza. about since freaking Holy... Chris Phillips, Wade Redden, Daniel Alfredson, Jason Spezza, and freaking what's his name, <laughs> Milan Mahalik. Are you stupid? No, five years ago. You remember they the were... 2015 <laughs> fucking playoff run when they I all blocked, I blocked that out of my mind where I just don't care. <laughs> When Carlson was the Norris winner. And they got rid of him for one player, basically, who's still playing. It's Rudolph Balsers. <laughs> no way. Yes! Look at the trade. That's fucking Look horrible. at the trade. I want to look at the trade now. There's one player, I think, still playing, and it's Rudolph Balsers. What a name. Look at him now. Oh, Eric Carlson's got 50 points. We're trying to bring him back, but you're going to have to probably give up Drake Batherson or freaking Shane Pinto or somebody. Both of them, plus a pick. Bring back a guy who's still only 80% Eric Carlson. <laughs> With one Achilles. They got... Um, they got Chris Tierney, On. Balsers, Dylan DeMello, the On. rights to... The rights to unsigned forward Josh Norris. A first round pick, and then in in twenty nineteen and twenty twenty, and then a second round pick in twenty nineteen, and then two unconditional or two conditional draft picks. Holy shit! What a trade that was. The actual players is just Rudolph Balsers. No, Josh Norris. Josh oh, the Norris. rights, the rights to Josh Norris. He wasn't signed or anything no. yet. He's out. This he's out for the whole season. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Based off technicalities, you're right. Based off technicality, Ben, you're right. Golf <laughs> ballsters, yeah. Yeah. So nice for Ottawa, just oh, like God. understand. Same thing we talked about. That division is going to be really cool in a couple of years when oh, yeah, I guess great. the old guard switches to when it switches from like Toronto, Boston, and Tampa yeah. to Ottawa. He's so excited to just cry Buffalo. all the time. Yeah. Thanks. It's so excited just to fucking yeah, suck like, again. The top, right. so the top four, the top four in like two or three years could easily be like Detroit, Buffalo, Ottawa, Montreal. It'd be the most boring fucking playoffs ever. Well, of Maybe. course it'd be the most boring fucking playoffs because the Maple Leafs aren't in it. No, like, oh, I'm so excited <laughs> to watch fucking Kyle Pozo's fucking heart go on the ice. You think against... he's going to be on Buffalo at the end of the season? His contract's up at the end of the season. No way. He's the captain. He's still though. Still the captain. Fuck it. Just name him captain this year. Fuck it. One year. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Fuck off, Kyle Poso. You got your one year. The hat trick yesterday. 
That's fantastic. He's still not going to be that great Let's next go. year. Let's go. Ben, you got Philly. Oh, they suck. Oh, my God. They started <laughs> off really good. Started off really good, like, because I don't know what the Torts' idea of, like, hey, we're just going to play the game, and then we're going to be like, oh, we suck, and then I'm just going to hate all my players and hate Morgan Frost and hate this person, and I hate GVR now because he, he needs to leave, and yeah, they just need to sell everybody. And you know it's hard to sell everybody, especially when you signed uh to line into whatever deal and Evan Hayes to like a seven year deal two years ago. And then scratch and then the coach scratches him. <laughs> and then he's like, no, I don't think that was right. And then Torch says, Yeah, I think it was. Uh, sell sell your defenseman. Other defensemen are actually valuable, and they're goalies again. Carter Harden, Carter Harden is the backup. Exactly. Uh, (laughs) Fuck, Felix is his name. Felix. Uh, yeah, Felix Sandstrom. Fuck yeah, I got that right. (laughs) He's fucking. Oh man, his record is horrible. Yeah, exactly. Six. Playing for Philly. Six with a three point three seven goals against average and an eight 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 save percentage. That sounds like Peter Mrazek level. Uh, I don't know what to say about Philly. Good. Always. Mrazek doesn't know where his net is. Doesn't know where the posts are. Steve Dangle, like we, we all watched it as a Leaf player. Like he, it's this. He doesn't know where the posts are. So, I don't know. Philly sucks. I don't know what to say about Philly. <laughs> like, try not to suck a lot in the new year. Get another GM that's not going to burn all your money. With that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Next where the Coop? Where the Cooperalls? All the Cooperalls left. Oh, the Cooperalls. <laughs> They're not even allowed to wear it because they're not true pants. I know. But those are funny to see in warm ups. The safety hazard, they said. Yeah, it's a safety hazard. That makes zero sense. Oh, we can't see the puck among the black pants. Yeah, then ban black tape if you can't see the puck. (laughs) Make every fucking player use a white blade on their stick with white tape. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Oh, we can't see the puck. I can't see it. Shut up. Or just make Shut the puck up. like fuchsia or something. Yeah. Make, make a beep or yeah, something. Puck, Put like alarms puck, in it. How about you make the puck like white? We talked about make that it the in the same first one. color <laughs> as the ice. For fuck's sakes. That's yeah. so stupid. Nick, you got Pittsburgh and then San Jose. Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh, Yo, Pittsburgh to San Jose. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, honestly. It's not really that hard to come up with a New Year's resolution for Pittsburgh. It's just literally, it's two words. Stay healthy. They have been plagued with injuries over the last, like, three, four, five years, ever since they've won their last cup in 2017. Malkin is always playing for, like, the same thing with Barkov this year. He's playing for, like, five games, and then he'll be on, he'll be on day-to-day for two weeks. And then he'll play five games. And he'll be on day to day for another two or three weeks. Like, um, I know this year he's actually been relatively healthy. Like, I don't know if he's played every game, but I know he's played most of them. 
So that's that's good to see from him. I know um, Crosby's been fully healthy this year. He looks really good this year. Holy crap. Again, putting up more than a point per game. I think he has 43, 42, something like that. Um, but yeah, they just need to stay healthy. Like last year, they got screwed with their, especially their goaltending injuries. Like they didn't have Jari for the final, what, two months of the season. And then, uh, uh, was it DeSmith who got injured in the playoffs in the first round against the Rangers? If I remember correctly, then they had to rely on, who was it, Louis Domingue as yeah. their third string? Yeah, Louis like, Domingue. Spicy pork. Spicy pork. I was sitting like on they the were, they back were, there and eating. Like, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I've been wrong today a bunch, but Dude, were, they not to up, say it. were they not up 3-1 to one in that series? Or like 3-2? It something like that. They were up in the series, but then because of those injuries, they they got like obviously the Rangers were the better the better team on paper, but they still were up in the series and they lost it because of their injuries. So I really think it's pretty simple. They just need to they just need to stay healthy. Like they're in the they're right in the thick of that Metro division where they're where second and sixth place are separated by two points. Two points. That's unbelievable. I think if they can stay healthy, like they're in the first wild card spot right now, but the Rangers and the Islanders are both at the same number of points as them. I think if they can stay healthy, then they will be just fine making the playoffs. And then who knows? They can make a they can make a, a I guess quote unquote last dance run. Even though like Malkin and Crosby have their final, I think it's like two or three years left. Crosby's yeah. not gonna retire until he's like paraplegic 40. or something. Well, his legs don't work. Are his 40. legs? I, I think he's gonna work? play until he's like forty-five. He's I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna outlast freaking uh, Yager. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, in in Pittsburgh, anyways. Not like mm. in the Czech League or something. The team he owns, which makes it. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, yeah, I can play whenever I want. I'm the player coach. Like, is that not a conflict of interest or like? <laughs> Me, it is, but to him, it's like, okay. I guess Mario did it back in the day. And he also wore those weird Nike helmets that looked like a volleyball. The one he wore in the O2 Olympics. Yeah. Worst helmet I've ever seen. Dad had one of those. Seriously, <laughs> those Nike ones, the white ones. Oh yeah. God. Where it's like a funny shape and. Yeah, it's like oh, it. it it's like actually an airbag in there. Did you know that? <laughs> the foam is this thick. And especially like in the last, like I think it was like four years when I was playing hockey, those Marc Messier helmets where they're like, oh yeah, these ones protect against the concussions. M11. <laughs> like, they suck. They look stupid. You're just going to get chirped all the time with those stupid helmets on. But you can change the colors of the inserts. Well, that matters. Especially when all my blood runs out of it. Oh. Yay. Yeah. Right. Right, do, do the Sharks. The Chats. California Sharks. The just California wear those jerseys Gold every Field. game, eh? They, they wear those every game now. <laughs> I mean, what else What else is going to keep people entertained on that team? So I, do like their jer- I like those jerseys. Um, do you have, like, Timo Meyer and Timo Meyer hasn't been great, has he? Nah, yeah, not really. Um, I think they need to... The, the one goal I think they show is 
to trade Eric Carlson. They, they should, should trade Vlasic. The only fuck, yeah, right. Are you fucking Retain three and a half. Retain half at least. He still and has four years left on his deal. I think it's like seven I don't million. Care. He's trade him five too. years old. Okay, anyway, back to Carlson. Obviously, <laughs> they're gonna need to retain probably at minimum like forty to fifty percent of his salary. He's making eleven point five. They need to retain like sixty to seventy percent of his salary. Well, good fucking luck with that. They're gonna need to pay Timo Meyer after this season. He's an no, RFA. he's gonna watch you. Shit ton of money. He's gonna watch. Here's the thing, though. Like, obviously, the number one thing that they should do in terms of trading is trade Eric Carlson. But do you think that they should trade Timo Meyer? Like, if they, like, because, like, they have so many, well, maybe not so many, but they have, like, some long term big contracts on their books. And, like, if they trade away Carlson and they retain, like, let's say they retain at least 50%, then they're not going to have a lot of money to give to Timo Meyer without completely screwing themselves over in the next, like, four or five years. Yeah. But like, do you guys remember when, uh, sorry, sorry, continue. Do you guys remember when Kevin LeBanc was making a million dollars after he had like 40 goals that one season? Yeah. Now he's making 4.7. Yeah. You're like, what happened after the first year? Like, Oh, he's not very good. Well, like the only other thing I can think of other than like trading Carlson is just to keep losing games. Like, they're, I think, 29 overall in the league. So, like, keep on losing games. Keep on trying to get a higher percentage for the number one overall pick. Trade away Carlson. Think about Meyer. If they can't get an extension done with him, then trade him. That's pretty much all I got for him. They're kind of, um, they're a bit so of a weird So, change, uh, change your... And trade, oh yeah, and trade James Reimer. Trade into yeah, trade into the Leafs, please. Give me uh, a third. No, thank you. Are you fucking kidding me? Your third. Yeah. Trade Do you know who the one. Leafs' third has been over the last five years? I'll give you one guess. Your third goalie. Yeah. Is it still Michael Hutchinson? No, it's not still Michael Hutchinson. <laughs> but that's who it is. No, because what? In Vegas now. He's their third goalie. I was going to say, he was on Colorado last year. Or no, it's because every ago. single time he came back to the Leafs at the start of the season, and then they would trade him away for fucking Dennis Malgan or some random freaking person or for a pick or for Curtis Douglas, like they traded away for ever. <laughs> for J- I mean, yeah, okay. We're rambling now. Let's move. Yeah, move on. Ben, Seattle. <laughs> oh. Stay the course. Nobody thought you were actually going to be very good this year in your sophomore season. Um, goaltending, exactly. Like, their goaltending's been better. A lot better. Thought that. Uh, just look here. I think they also just need a couple. You make trades. They need to stop fucking around with Shane Wright and just. their assets because um, that's just so annoying like they got Matty Veneers has been playing very well Jordan Everly has been playing very well I'm looking um, at the Pacific standings the Kings have played 39 games and Seattle's played 33 Jesus what <laughs> holy shit 
the fact that Carson Susie's on the third pair with Will Borgen. Is it Will Borgen? Sure. Get him out of there. <laughs> Fuck. Um, their team is whatever. It's not even that good. And Martin Jones has been playing very well this year at times. Very Never, well. Who would it's ever eight 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 save percentage and two point nine goals against? He just has a really good record. There you go. <laughs> so it's the complete have... opposite of a fucking of a shit of a. Go, it doesn't of matter a how many goal goals he allows if Jordan Everly or Matty Beneers puts fucking net. Who gives a fuck? And Jared McCann too. He's got sixteen. Exactly. 16. So. Yeah, but still, this isn't the fucking 80s Oilers. This is the 2023 Seattle Kraken. What? I don't expect Martin Jones to be a freaking, like, 9-10 at least. He's not a 9-10. He's, like, he he's like 9-0-2 at best. What is his career? Freaking, what is his career? What is his career freaking uh, percentage? I don't know. How don't you know that? 9 6 that's all he needs to be. He's for playing his under career. his career, then. Jesus, that's fine. He that's hasn't fine. played. He hasn't played over nine oh six since twenty eighteen. Yes. Oh my god! Exactly. So that's what you expect for a backup. He's not like. Yeah, but great. Then, when you get to the playoffs, like let's say they make the playoffs, okay? he's not like, playing not in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you're gonna put the guy who's made five, who makes five something in there, five point nine. Well, then why hasn't fucking Grubauer played an, enough games? He's got an 8-8-9. Exactly, so you're playing He's shit, Jones. too, and they're still winning games. Oh, God. I'm just saying, if they make the playoffs, which is... Not, which okay, is, if, I'm, if I'm any person on the Seattle Kraken, and if I go, hmm, we're playing... Uh, we're playing the Flames in the first round of the playoffs. They just lost to the Flames the other day. Okay. I'm playing the Flames in the first round of the playoffs. Who am I going to start? Hmm. You're starting Martin Jones. He's been your starter. Why am I starting Martin year. Jones? Because he's, he's played your, more games? He's basically been the starter all year. Fucking Grubauer's only started 11. Jones has started 21. Why the fuck would you start Grubauer when he's 3-6 and six right now? I'm paying him more money. Who gives a shit about money? So who's playing better? He has a better save percentage. By point zero zero one. It's not even a, <laughs> that doesn't even make a difference. He gives up more goals. He's got a 3.28 goals against. Holy fuck. Who gives a shit about money? You think fucking the Florida Panthers give a shit when Spencer Knight's playing out? They have no money because they like, trade away every person that they had. That freaking who's oh my god we went over we went over the florida panthers and how they went hey we traded every one of our assets away for Lajeru and charat and somebody else when, when i didn't think we were gonna get this fired up with the fucking seattle kraken Holy i think we're just running out of steam here yeah <laughs> we've got just a few oh. more left <laughs> St. Louis, Nick, and then Tampa. Try Bennington to not fight any fake fight anybody in the new year. How about that? Stop being an asshole. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Okay. <laughs> Stop being an oh, ass god. and play the fucking game. Oh god. I, St. Louis, honestly, 
was also one of those teams where I had a tough decision with coming up with, like, a surefire, like, goal for them. Because, like, there's, like, the obvious one where it's, like, they just need to play more consistent because, like, they had that one stretch of games where they won, like, three in a row, and then they won, and then they lost nine in a row, and then they went end up winning five more in a row. Like, like, so, like, yeah, well, you could say, like, they could play consistent, the more consistent hockey, and then there's the other obvious one where it's, like, oh, get Bennington to stop being a fucking idiot. Just play hockey. Like, whenever he's not doing his stupid antics and he's not being a complete dumbass, he's a pretty good goalie. Like, we saw it in the playoffs last year when he stood on his head against the Avalanche, and they obviously blues end up losing, but he was he was really good against that team. But I would say, for them, they need to figure out, like, what kind of direction they want to go. Like, they're kind of in a weird spot where they have expiring contracts with the older guys like uh o'reilly and tarasenko who we who i feel like tarasenko we've been talking about that they need to trade for like the last three or four years and like this year obviously both of them aren't doing too great like i think like tarasenko still i think has double digit goals but he's not scoring as much as he should and then i think o'reilly has like 16 points in 36 games like that's not really gonna that's not going to give you much trade value for him. Like, you can obviously be like, oh, he's really good. It's not on our team. And then, like, entice, like, a like a Colorado to take him or, um, like, a Minnesota to take him. But they just need to figure out what the hell, they, what the hell they're doing. Because, like, they have Kairou and Robert Thomas locked up for the next nine years. So you got your young guys locked up. <laughs> they got... That's risky. Why are you laughing? Plus, it's ridiculous. Because Robert Thomas has been meh. Yeah, he's been he's been okay. He hasn't been great, but he hasn't been horrible. And then, like, right now, they have Pablo Buchnevich, who's in the prime of his career right now, and he's under contract for the next three years. So, like, they're kind of in a weird position where they got some expiring contracts that they should trade, but then they also have these really, really good young guys who are locked up for the next fucking nine years, apparently. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. But I think they need to figure out what they want to do for this season. Like, I think it would be really difficult for them to make the playoffs right now. They did it, and they won a cup uh, in 2018. That was the other thing, too. Like, one of my other ones, which I ended up scrapping, was like, oh, they need to have another 2018 run where they they were dead last in January, and then they fucking make the playoffs, and then they go on and win it. But they had a better team that year. I think they they severely were underperforming, and then all of a sudden they kind of, like, we're like, hey, we need, we're better than this. We need to start playing better. But like, this team is not as good as that team. Obviously, like, defense isn't as good. Their goaltending obviously isn't as solid. With Bennington being a fucking idiot, um, they still have trading away Billy Huso too. Yeah, trading away Huso. Oh, sorry, him him leaving a free agency, not trading away. No, yeah, he yeah he left. They didn't give him a contract, but yeah, it's this is kind of a weird one. They got like their defense is okay. Like Tori Krug's out, that's that's hurting them a lot. And their top pairings like Justin hurting Falk them in the pocket bunch. That's what it's hurting with Tori Krug. It's not like he's been playing very great, but yeah, but yeah, I I think their biggest thing is they need to figure out what the hell they're doing. Are they gonna trade away their older guys like Tarasenko and um, O'Reilly, and then they kind of have like a a quote unquote retool season in the off season as well, and then and then gear up for next season, or are they gonna like try to actually make a 2018 like playoff push. There's a no trade clause 
this last Who? year? Tarasenko. I think he would waive that. Freaking he wanted so. a trade like a year ago. And do you remember yeah, he when he was uh, exposed to the entry draft or to the uh, Seattle team? Remember that? And then like Seattle didn't pick him because they're idiots. Yep. Yeah, but they ended up. Who did they end up picking? From Seattle or not Seattle? Vince from Dunn. Seattle. Vince Dunn. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Vince Dunn. I would have honestly, I would have picked him over Tarasenko. What? He's a young guy. You want young? I'm guys still taking two years of Tarasenko for my team. Nah. 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 Give me the young guy. Yeah, give me the young guy. Give me the young guy with more potential than a guy who, who's sucked <laughs> shit the last two years. Oh my god. Um, yeah, sure, I'll Nick. move on. Tampa. I'll move on to the Tampa. Sure, Lightning now. sure buddy. Shut up, Ben. Um, yeah, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, Ooh. They're uh, currently, I think, third in their division, and they're actually having like a really good year. It's just the two teams ahead of them are having like amazing years. That being the Bruins and the Maple Leafs. Bruins have an unbelievable season. We talked about them earlier. Um, for the most part, usually like they're a pretty unhealthy team with guys like Stamkos and Kucherov and Point always being out. It seems like, but this year they've actually been relatively healthy, minus like Anthony Sorelli who has only played like 11 games because he had off-season shoulder surgery. Um, if I had to like pick one like resolution for them, it would be to play Vasilevsky as much as they possibly can. Like, he played both games on the back-to-back. What, you mean years. Brian Elliott doesn't want to be like the starting goaltender? Like, you want the guy that's Brian been Elliott in the league for 14, 15 years? Sucks. I don't care what his record says. His record says 7-2. It's because he has a really good team in front of him. Remember but when Louis Domingue was the backup? Oh. And they went 56 no, and whatever? Yeah, whatever. I don't remember what it was. Something like 65, that. 65? Yeah. Sorry, fucking, 65 and something. They, then, then look what happened in the playoffs. They lost in the fucking first round. It's an Artemi Panarin fucking Blue Jackets. Who now suck. But, like, I would say just keep playing Vasilevsky as much as I can and, I guess, stay healthy. Like, make sure Kucherov stays healthy, Stanko stays healthy, Hedman, Sergachev, all the top guys, make sure that they stay healthy. But just play Vasilevsky as much as they possibly can without without injuring him. Because it's such a difference. Like, I know they win games with Brian Elliott, but those games when Elliott plays, you can just tell it's so different than when Vasilevsky's in it, obviously, because Vasilevsky's one of the best goalies in the NHL and has been for the last, what, like, five or six years? Rangers and... had five breakaways last night, and Vasilevsky stopped all of them. Yeah, exactly. Brian Elliott would at least let in three of those. He would have let in probably about five of them. Five, <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Play Vasilevsky as much as you can. Keep your, keep your stars healthy, and they'll be – then hope that they get Toronto in the first round again. I hate you so much. <laughs> I'm really glad that Nick cares about my mental health. I really, I'm really happy about that. Hey, I'm. Hey, who did I pick? Hey, last oh, year? oh, what? Who did I pick last year to win the cup? I picked Toronto. So yeah, go for <laughs> Hey, right, hey, I gave them hope. I gave them hope. That's all we have. We got a few easy ones here. <clears throat> I hope. <laughs> uh, Vegas, easy. Uh, they got it to a great start. I think they're exceeding expectations, at least from what we had talked about earlier. Um, and it's a good team still, like we, we've mentioned. All the pieces are there. 
Um, they just have to stay healthy. Or at least try and maintain pace when these guys come back, like Eichel and Theodore and whatnot. I have to make sure that Logan Thompson is like protected at all costs. Yeah. Also. That was our biggest question mark was their goal timing. Like is is Logan Thompson gonna be as good as people think he's gonna be? And is their backup who's now who's it now? Hill? Aiden Hill. Hill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Aiden Hill. The guy who got suspended last year for like going out of the net and did he get suspended like, three games for that? He like took the guy out. Uh, something like that, yeah. Um, but yeah, he like their goaltending has actually been pretty good considering that they lost Robin Leonard for the entire year and that was their starter. Yeah, it's a consensus that he was a starter and Logan Thompson was going to be the backup. But look, yeah, they they both been playing pretty well. Like, they both have a sub three goals against average. I mean, Aiden Hill is at an eight, nine, nine save percentage, but you can just say they're both above 900 save percentage. Um, yeah, they just, need to, they just need to stay healthy and hopefully when, like Dylan said, when those when those guys come back, Theodore and Eichel, they can come back and play as good as they did before they got injured. Yes, sir. All right, Nick Washington. Ooh. Get Ovi to 894. Yeah, that's the only goal right now. <laughs> Let Ovi well, score goals. Ovechkin scored goals, and fucking, we know fucking suck this year. Um, <laughs> I swear to God. Um, 80,000 people. It's an El Yakovlov. I know. <laughs> um,. But yeah, like I feel like I say the same thing about every Metro team that I had because I had I had three or four Metro teams. I had Carolina, New Jersey, Washington, and Pittsburgh. I feel like I said the same thing for all of them, with exception of Carolina. But and, Washington, and I had they, yeah, then you have the Rangers. Um, oh yeah, and I had Columbus too. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, um, every one of those. Holy Christ! <laughs> I had almost every Metro team. <laughs> the Rangers and the Flyers. Randomized. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, um, honestly, I think that the Capitals have exceeded expectations in terms of what we thought they were going to be this year. I think we all kind of pinned them as, like, the fifth best team in the conference, or the not conference, in the division, or even, like, sixth. I think one of us had them fourth. I think, Ben, was it you that had them fourth, or Dylan, you had them fourth? I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I, can't remember I think Dylan uh, had the I Devils. Think, I one of you two had them at four, and then the other, and then the other two had them at fifth, but... Yeah, they're they're right in that logjam of second of six being separated by two points. They've played the most out of all the teams, so they could potentially drop down to like five or six by the end of the whenever they even up in games played. But I mean, I think that we all basically pin them as a fifth, but they're playing pretty well. Um, but I think they if they want to make a push for the playoffs, I definitely think they need to either add someone at the deadline who can put the puck in that because they only have two guys right now that are above uh, double-digit goals, and that's obviously Alexander Ovechkin, who has like 23 or 24, and then Connor Sheary. If Connor Sheary is your second-best <laughs> goal scorer, you got issues. Okay, let me tell you something right now. But they also have a bunch of injuries right now, and they've had been, been dealing with injuries. Backstrom's like, been injured for, like, years now. Backstrom's been injured the entire year, and also probably going into last year as well. TJ Oshie's been battling injuries all year. I think he's, like, played, like, 20 games. Tom Wilson hasn't played a game this year, but I think I've 
I saw a report that says he should be playing soon. Um, I said like in the next couple of games he should be playing, so that'd be good to get him back, and hopefully he can put he can he can implement some scoring, which they've been desperately missing. Um, I guess like, yeah, the only goal I can really have for them is keep playing Ovechkin score goals, and if they're still in a playoff hunt near the deadline, if they want to add some some scoring, they should do it because their goaltending actually hasn't been like early Lindgren his. Freaking amazing. Yeah, he's been so damn good. Even Kemp's been and really four. good, too. Yeah, he's t- yeah uh, the Lindgren's 10-4. and four, Like, Kemper's 10-9, and nine, but that's not because of him. He's got 2.48 goals against average and a 9.20 percent, so that's not on him. That's on the team. And then, also, they lost John Carlson. Did you guys see that? He took the shot off the face. Oh, man, yeah. that was brutal. So he's going to be out long-term for sure. So they're going to lose a really, really high-quality defenseman on that team. So... Like the, and there, you go, Philly. Are, there you go, Philly. Their last trade, 10 trade, games are eight. Their last, their last ten games are eight, one and one. That's really fucking good. And they, their last game, they just lost. So they were a nine and they're nine zero oh, and one before this last game. But if they can stay up near like the top four of their division, and then it's near the deadline, they want to add a piece. That's the only thing I'm gonna think of, other than just keep getting Ovechkin more goals, get him closer to Gretzky's record. And yeah, stay healthy because they haven't been all year. They'll be fine in the next, uh, say, five games. They play the Blue Jackets twice. They play the Canadians and they play the Predators and Sabres. So I think they're going to get some points at some point here. Obi doesn't yeah, capitalize that's... on any goals in these next five games. It's kind of ridiculous that that's that's stupid. Yeah. All right. All right, Winnipeg. It's obviously me. I know, right? Isn't that weird? <laughs> uh, they're pretty hot and cold at times. Me, I think they definitely have, like, Hellebuck's back. I think he's been playing fantastic. Um, they're obviously going to rely on him the whole season, carry him, carrying them to the playoffs, most likely. Uh, I think the resolution would be need. I don't know. You just need a couple more players that like. I know Ehlers is supposed to be coming back. Hasn't played all season so far, really. Um, defense is okay. It's their their team's solid. The only thing I want to say about them is Josh Morrissey. Like nobody's yeah. talking about how yeah. he has like fifty points or whatever yeah. he has for my brother my brother's talking he's like yeah josh morrissey for norris and i was like okay <laughs> josh norrissey ha <laughs> oh, it writes itself <laughs> give him it now All i right. don't really have too much for you guys want to do back. the so we saved tampa or sorry we saved toronto edmonton and vancouver to the end um because those are our what? three favorite teams. So, um, I can go first, I guess. I have Toronto. So, <laughs> pretty obvious what the uh, resolution there is. It's win a goddamn playoff round. Um, That's it. 
Yeah, they're say. playing well, but like whatever, whoever they play in the playoffs is going to be hard. It's either it's going to be Tampa or it's going to be um, well, the Rangers Tampa. or Pittsburgh. It's going to be Tampa. It's going to be Tampa. But I think Toronto just has to stay healthy and uh, and steady going into the playoffs. They need another defenseman. Rasmus Sandin's. Oh, do no, they have no. the space to do it? To do it though, like no, of course not. The cap, and they have the IR space, or like the LTIR space where they put uh, Robertson and who else did they put on there? It's up to like two million more, in- including the Jake Muzzin uh, LTIR. I think that's like eight, eight million. And they signed. I do like. Hunter Timmons, when he's come to the Leafs, absolutely. He's got, I think, just as many points as he had his entire career so far. Like the last. Yeah. This is on cap yeah. friendly. At the deadline, they'll have roughly 1.1. 1. 1. Oh, yeah. yeah. So much money. <laughs> yeah, but you can, you can get a guy like Luke Shannon who's only making 950K. Just try to pick. Yeah, but the Canucks would want somebody cra- like something crazy for him. Ooh, they, Kerfoot. They, I'll take, yeah, take Kerfoot. Fuck, please. <laughs> I do not want fucking Kerfoot. Too bad! Don't want Kerfoot. He sucks. What are you talking about? He scored again last night. That's fantastic. He's got, got like eight goals, goals now. He's got six. He has eight now. No, he doesn't. He has six. This is updated. Well, he's still got like 20 points, though. He's got 17. Quit trying to fucking make him out to be something he's not. <laughs> he's fucking not this. He's not the savior of the fucking Vancouver Canucks, okay? He's fast. He does stuff. That's we got Mikheyev. We already have. Oh my him. god! Yeah, yeah. Kerfoot Mikheyev reunite. Fuck yeah! That'd be oh awesome. My god. <laughs> Top line Kerfoot. Top line Kerfoot. That's who you're gonna get. So that, that that's oh, literally gonna be it. We. I'll I think Dubas is gonna try and get. Uh, Morgan Frost, he's going to try and collect them all. He's going to try and correct all the Sioux Greyhounds as much as he can. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. That's it. We're going to play Tampa. We're going to go seven no, games. You, you guys need fucking Matthews to start putting the puck in the net more than he is. That's true. He's only got 17 goals. William Nealander has more goals than him. He's got 21. Hmm. Tavares almost has as much as fucking Matthews. That's a, that's a bad thing. Last year he put up what sixty? <laughs> what did you put up? Sixty? Sixty-one? Sixty. He put up sixty. He's got seventeen and thirty-six. Are you shaming me? Oh, <laughs> as long as we win the games, I don't give a fuck what he gets. Well, still, when you when it's playoff time and he's still not putting the puck in the net, no one else is going to put the puck in the net. Then you're talking playing. about David Camp had like three goals in the playoffs last year. That's fucking great. Do we he's forget that the Leafs. One... Do we forget that the Leafs? Beat the Tampa Bay Lightning five nothing in the game one of that series. Yeah, and they should have. It was like Angle Camp. It never should have gone seven games. Oh, it shouldn't yeah. have. Should have gone six. Even when it did go Stupid. seven, they. Yeah, I'm not talking about it again. Stupid Justin yeah. Hall can't fucking set a pick properly. He said no. He said it perfectly. Actually, it's the fact that we're calling basketball rules in hockey. You can do a pick in fucking basketball. That's what basketball. It's a sport. It's a sport, Nick. God. Who did I get? Who did I get? Did I get Edmonton? You got Vancouver. Oh, God. Vancouver. 
Um, they picked them, what actually. is up with the, that goalie last night? With like, uh, should I go? Should I? Should I go to the bench? Or should I? Okay, fuck off! Let, fuck okay. off! Okay, hit the net. Listen here, JT Miller. I thought I was supposed to be talking about the Canucks, not you. Testosterone he's on right now. Holy <laughs> shit. Like, calm the fuck down. Why the fuck would the goalie leave the net when you're still in your end? The goalie goes up when you leave the fucking zone. Like, fuck. I got so mad when I saw that last night. I didn't see it live. Three words for your team. Like, he's an I'm idiot. Like, holy shit. The guy's a fucking idiot. We should have traded him last year when he actually had a lot of value. Fuck me. I, no, everybody anyway, loves his uh, personality. What? Go ahead. You're going to take over anyways. You, you got Vancouver. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I did have Vancouver, yes. I think they picked it up somewhat in the last... Pedersen's finally playing to what he's Holy supposed shit. to be playing. Shh. That's so good. Shh. Fucking. I know, I think they... I think they found it. I think that Spencer Martin's probably going to be your starting goaltender all the way through the season. He should be. And um, just try not to make any more stupid moves. They got to trade Bo. No, try not to try to get whatever you can for him, but like try to make and it Miller a good deal. At this point. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! I would, I would trade Miller. Oh my god, guy's a fucking goof. The perfect way to describe him. Like, an idiot. No, a fucking goof is the best way to describe it. He's a stupid goof. Yeah, goof. He's a goof. <laughs> the goalie didn't pass the puck because he's like, I know your ass is going to turn it over as soon yeah, as he's I He's like, well, maybe if you go past the blue line once. Like, he's like, oh, I think they he didn't want to leave the net because he's never seen JT Miller in his own end at any point this year. <laughs> so I'm like, what is JT Miller in our end with the puck? I'm scared. I'm not leaving. Uh, that whole si- that situation was just so stupid. I got so annoyed when I saw that. I'm like, you're an idiot. Why are you slamming your stick on the net? Fucking move the puck out of your end. I think the NHL has to be the one of the only leagues where you just stand behind the net and wait for people to change and nobody gets you. Yeah. So boring. It's like, oh, well, we wasted a minute of my life. Just stand there. Oh, yeah, we need to change. Can you, uh, come on. They do the old fake out where the guy skates behind the net but doesn't pick up the puck. Yeah. I'm like, what is this, Mighty Ducks? <laughs> All right. Final one. We finally hey. made it. Number 32. Connor McDavid team. Yeah. Actually, the, the David McDonald. David you hear that? <laughs> the David Did you hear about that? <laughs> no. So the game on Tuesday, I think it was. When they played Calgary, they played the Calgary broadcast. Like, oh, the yeah. Oilers guys weren't doing the commentary. <clears throat> and I missed it, it's but I guess in one Kelly of the intermissions... Fucking whoever else. I don't know who it was, but they called Connor McDavid David McDonald. Hey. So, yeah, I'm really stoked to have David that. McDonald on the team. There was one lady on that broadcast that... Uh... Every time I like turn back to listen, she was still talking. There's three other people on it, and I just thought like she, you can tell her to shut up. I think at any point now. She is the most annoying broadcaster out there, besides the Bruins commentator. Oh man, Jack, those two uh, are Jack annoying Edwards? as fuck. Yeah, Jack Edwards. Go ahead. Edwards is the most biased fucking commentator ever. Whatever. It's unbelievable McDonald. how biased he is. But anyway, What's his name again? back to. 
what was it? something McDonald? David McDonald. David McDonald. Okay. <laughs> what is um, like? What? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> anyway, back to the Oilers. Um, I think it's pretty safe to say that the Oilers have been uh, somewhat disappointing this season, especially when it comes to um, their goalie that they paid what five million dollars a year for the next five years for, or six or six years. Um, I think we talked before the season started that there was a lot um, that uh, they were going to be fighting for the top spot in the division, right up there with Vegas and Calgary and potentially Vancouver, but obviously that didn't work out. Um, <laughs> Right now, I think they're one point in the playoffs, so like it's not a horrible situation, but like it's still not the situation that they wanted to not be. Not the obviously. top of the division, is it? Yeah, not the top of the division. Holy shit, not even close. Well, not not even close, but still. Um, like I said, there's many things that contribute to this. Like obviously the lack of consistent goaltending, especially out of your starter who was supposed to be the starter, and then obviously Stuart Skinner comes in and he's played really well in in place of Jack Campbell. You guys um, sign him mid season. Yeah, it's I a mean, pretty good deal he got. It's a great, no, it's a great deal. It's great. It's not that's um, not the issue. It's the fact that you're like, oh shit, we should have signed this guy in the first place. <laughs> there's um, yeah. there's one I think very glaring concern with this team, and it's been the, the same issues that has been well, yes, but secondary also no. The yes, yes, thank you. Hey Ben, how about you shut up? <laughs> I thought you were gonna take over my Canucks one. Sorry. I think the biggest thing is that they're not getting enough scoring from the guys not named McDavid and Drysaddle, with the one exception being Nugent Hopkins, who's actually had a really, really good year this year. Like, I think he's like, what, 41 points or 42 points, which is pretty he's good. He's like 12th in scoring right now. Yeah, something like that. He's, he's had a phenomenal year. Um, so, yeah, my, my new resolution for them would be to find depth scoring at wing, because they clearly do not need that center. They got McDavid, they got Drysaddle, they got Hopkins, and then who's their fourth line center? Is it Devin Shore? McLeod. Or the McLeod, okay. yeah. McLeod. Like that, that's a really good center depth. Like, like obviously you have two of the top five players in the NHL, and then you got Ryan O'Donnell as your third line center. That's pretty good. So they need to find wing depth, and obviously them losing Kane with that horrible wrist injury when he got sliced—that was that was horrible. I think I they'll get it back. Like... I think they'll get it back a bit when he comes back. He's supposed yeah, to be back was... soon-ish. Yeah, like, like, I think they within... said February, but I'm gonna guess within like three weeks. Yeah, before definitely before the end of January for sure. Um, so like when he comes back, they'll get a good boost. He was phenomenal last year in the playoffs and even before the playoffs. Like he put up the most. He almost put up the most amount of goals ever scored in a playoff like run. That was unbelievable. He put up like what fifteen goals or thirteen goals in the playoffs. Um, oh. But I don't know, it, it was something like that. In the entire playoffs, he, I was he put do up like too. thirteen goals. Yeah. Um, the record was like 14, isn't it? I think it's 15. 15 or 16, right. something like that. But maybe, maybe, it's, 17, you know, maybe it's 20. Who knows? Could be, maybe it's yeah, 18 maybe it's or 19. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like, there's there's plenty of guys that they can trade for. I don't know how the cap would work, but they could easily trade. Like, I, there's been talks about, like, especially this year and last year, where they need to get RV out of there. Nobody wants him. He doesn't even here. want to be there. <laughs> but he said, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this anymore. Like, they trade him in the NHL, just in the re- NHL anymore. Release him, and then he can go play for, like, the Swedish Elite League or Switzerland or whatever fucking countries over there that... Um, 
Yeah. Finland. He's, he's Finnish. He's from Finland. Well, there you go. Then push for the Finnish. There you go. Problem Play for Helsinki. But for they, Chris. they, they just need to find more. They need to find more depth scoring at wing. Like there's, they would have to figure out how to do this in terms of the cap. I don't know how they would do it, but they there's some really good guys out there. Like obviously we talked about Kane, but I don't think that's really going to work out for Edmonton with the cap. Um, you got some Kane's two Kane's like, too many. Oh. Yeah, two Kane. <laughs> but like that's where like a Kane, Max to Kane. come in. That's where maybe we like, can try Athens to see you again. Yeah, try Athens to see you or fucking. How many, how many or, more picks even, do you want to give up for Athens to see you, Dylan? You I would take a chance on Nomi. But like, it's pretty obvious when the Oilers are playing really good, they're getting scoring from not just McDavid and Drysdale, they're getting it from everybody else. Like they're getting it from they're getting it from Devin Shore. They're getting it um, Yamamoto. even from Yamamoto when he's when he's healthy. They're getting it from like Nugent Hopkins, who, which they've gotten a lot from this year. He's playing he's been playing really good. But then like when it's just McDavid and Drysdale scoring, you notice that they're losing more games than they win. So I just think if you can get a guy that's better than Warren Fogle to be your depth not bad. He hasn't been terrible. No, I know he hasn't been terrible, but like he's not going to be a guy that pushes you. You're going to talk about Warren Fogle when you sign whatever Richardson, Dickinson, Jason Dickinson. If he wasn't yeah, brought that. to the team to score goals, he's brought to the team to be the third line center to be the shutdown guy and kill penalties. That's We're not but, gonna compare yeah, players. We're I'm not comparing David McDonald to anybody. Okay. <laughs> Delete. And yeah, David David McDonald's had he has what, thirty two goals this season? That's crazy for McDavid. That's unbelievable. The most I think he's scored in a season was what, forty one? Well and you, you heard you heard Gretzky at the beginning of the year. He he said, Oh, I think he could put up seventy. Yeah, I, I think it's like not too. It's like Sid when everybody was like, well, Sid's good, but he hasn't scored 50. And then he's like, okay, watch. They all score 50. Okay, they Ryan Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Whitney lose a bet like that? We did. Oh, that was exhausting. Well, we did it. Yeah, that was a long one. Uh, we went through all 32 teams, came up with a New Year's resolution for them. Some of them got a little sketchy there towards the end i enjoyed it i enjoyed it immensely um but yeah so that will be the first episode i guess of the 2023 calendar year hope you had a good new year and a good holiday season we're gonna have a fun time in 2023 yeah bye